0: Welcome to the Finding Dad Bod, where my dad, Coach Alex Van Houten, puts his 14 years of experience to work for you. You should listen to him. He's pretty beast mode. Who knows who we could be if we could become 1% better every single day?
1: What is up, guys? This is Alex Van Houten with Defining Dad Bod. I hope you're doing super well. That was a throwback intro for our Season 3, Episode 50 of Defining Dad Bod, titled Better Daily. This episode's been brought to you by the Better Daily app. Join us in working toward progress, not perfection, in your long-term health and fitness goals. Go to definingdadbod.com slash betterdaily to join the app, get connected to the community, and join us in the journey to becoming 1% better every single day. That's definingdadbod.com Better Daily, use code DadBod B O D to save twenty-five percent in your subscription. The links in the show notes below, definingDadbod.com slash better daily. This episode's gonna be an awesome season finale. We're gonna highlight some of the best parts of the last 200 episodes of Defining Dad Bod that have spurred me and the listeners of the show to work toward personal betterment daily. And before the show ends, I have some exciting news about what's coming in season four of Defining Dad Bod. But before we get there, Here's your food for thought. My food for thought for you today is a story about me and my son in honor of Father's Day. Not too long ago, my family and I were invited by a friend of our family's to join them at the lake on their boat. Our kiddos are five and two, so thus far in our parenting life, we haven't gotten out on the lake much, but it really was a blast. Gabriel sat in my lap as we taxied from the dock across the lake to this giant boat. I was just as in awe as Gabriel was, as this is the kind of boat that people can sleep on, and I've never been on a boat like that. On the roof of the boat was a slide about 12 feet tall that you could climb to the top of, shoot down, and fly off of the roof of the boat into the water. As we were getting closer, some kids and even some adults were enjoying the slide, and Gabriel was like, I want to do that. And I was like, yeah, me too, man. So we got on the boat, and with his life jacket on, we climbed to the top of the slide. And you know that thing that happens when you're looking down from the top of something, and it's much higher than it looked like it was when you were looking up at it? That happened to Gabriel. And he turned to me with some fear in his eyes and said, I don't want to do this anymore, Dad. And so in that moment, I did what any good dad would do. I said, yeah, looks pretty scary. And then I shoved that booger down the slide. He flew down it, out into the air, and boom, right into the water. And he came up with a huge grin on his face, swimming as fast as he could to get back to the boat so he could do the slide again. I didn't feel bad about it either. One of the things about being a dad is knowing what your children are capable of, and also knowing that if they would just overcome their fear this first time around, They'd really enjoy themselves. My food for thought for you today is this. Is there something that you're scared of that's really fearful to you on a daily basis that you just need that shove to get started? Maybe it's a move at work that needs to be made that you're apprehensive about, or a new start that you need to initiate that you've been putting off because it's scary to you to think about. Or maybe you haven't taken a step in the direction of a goal because you're afraid of what other people in your life will think about it. Picture that thing you're scared of in your mind. Do you got it? Like being at the top of the slide, afraid to shoot down, well, consider this your fatherly shove down the slide. When you hit the water and come up for air, let me know how it went at Coach Al at DefiningDadBod.com. That's your food for thought today. I hope it gives you something to munch on. And if you're a dad listening to this, keep fighting the good fight, man. I know it's not easy to juggle all the things that we juggle as dads, but it's worth it, and it matters. Your children, your family, and your community are counting on you to show up the best you can. Happy Father's Day. Keep up the good work, and don't stop. And to everyone else, without further ado, let's get to our Season 3 finale for Defining DadBot, called Better Daily. 200 episodes ago, I started this show, Defining DadBot, and I had no idea what I was doing. What I did know is that after 12 years of being a personal trainer and then becoming a father, I had just entered and exited a season of struggling daily with my own health and fitness. Although I thought I'd read all the parenting books that I needed to read to be ready to be a dad, becoming a father was more like getting hit by a million tons of bricks in the face than it was a transition into what was supposed to be one of the happiest times in my life. About six months after my first son was born, I remember stopping at a gas station, grabbing s'mores pop tarts, and driving home while eating them and thinking about a bourbon. I remember catching a glimpse of myself in the window of my car and thinking, Who are you, man? Is this the dad you want to be? Well, no it wasn't, but there were so many forces working against me in my own body that I had no clue about. And that night I googled, Dads and Depression. And it led me down a rabbit hole of research that showed me some amazing things about how Dad's body adapts to becoming a father. The biology of it is so fascinating, and the implication so groundbreaking for me, that I wrote an article for the company that I was working for at the time, and that article grew into several different conversations that I thought were worth recording. The core of the spirit was this, if I'm going to be a dad, and there are some changes that are going to happen in my body because of fatherhood, then it's my responsibility to make the most of it, to play the best game with the hand I've been dealt. And maybe, because of my efforts, I'll pass on a legacy of health and fitness to my kids rather than succumbing to the whole dad bod thing and passing on poor eating and exercise habits, and perhaps causing more wear and tear on my body than is necessary. Again, that was 200 episodes ago, and I've learned a lot since then. And in the time of recording Defining Dad Bod, the focus of playing the best game with the hand you've been dealt, of intergenerational betterment, and the daily courageous carrying of one's cross has shifted to encompass more than fatherhood, sure working to become better every single day has a lot of implications about how we approach dadhood, husbandhood, business ownership, and even manhood. But as this show has grown, it turns out we have just as many female listeners as male listeners, despite the name Defining DadBot. And although I don't have everything figured out as a dad, I'm definitely over the initial shock of fatherhood, and am sincerely enjoying the groove that my boys and I are in. And so today, this episode marks a shift in the way we're going to be doing things around here. I'm going to take some time, with a little bit of nostalgia, to highlight series, solo episodes, and interviews that will help you go back through the work of Defining DadBot and extract something powerful for yourself. Personally, I stand by all 200 episodes we've ever published, but I know not everybody's ready to dive into 120 hours of content, and so I hope this episode will be powerful to steer you in the right direction. And after that heartfelt guidance, I'm excited to share with you the future of Defining DadBot. Here we go. First, let's talk through our top five single topic episodes. These are episodes that spend about 20 to 30 minutes on one single topic. And to the best of our ability, we presented that topic scientifically, practically, and comprehensively. The goal of these episodes was to give a quick and dirty how-to, or 101, on the topics of interest. Many our listeners report that these episodes were the most impactful, both because they're filled with valuable things that you can do today, and because they were short enough that without committing to a long series, or a long interview, you could come back to these episodes again and again and get something good out of them. First is episode 83, What No One Told You About Your Sleep. This episode's a powerful episode where we walk through the things that will make a difference in your sleep cycles. And since most people aren't getting enough quality or quantity sleep, this is a powerful episode to take the time to master the practical and scientific advice in to help you recover well and to set yourself up for success in the future. The next one is episode 126 on epigenetics. I know it sounds really complicated, but in this episode, we break down the process by which your body adapts to the things around it and unlocks better in you. Epigenetics is a relatively new science, and so it's likely not something you've heard a lot about, but the contents of this episode will forever change the way that you think about your nutrition and your exercise. The third episode on this top five list is episode 119, titled "Carry Your Cross, the truth about my Ehlers-Danlos. I've received more messages about this episode than any in the past 200 of Defining Dad Bod. In episode 119, I spend time telling you about my personal struggle with the genetic disorder that's made certain aspects of my life very difficult. And the heart of the episode is that in my experience, everybody has a cross to carry. And I hope that by sharing my story and my struggle, it will motivate and inspire you to carry your burdens well. And then number four of our top five single topic episodes is episode 149 on testosterone. Episode 149 is a quick and dirty list of how we guys can naturally and positively impact our testosterone levels. I've even had guys come up to me on the playground where my kids were playing and say, hey, I listened to that episode and I've put it into practice. And my wife wants to know what the heck's going on with me because it's like I've aged 10 years in reverse. Hashtag true story. If you want to impact your testosterone well, or you know somebody who does, go check that one out. It will make a difference. And last but not least, in our top five single-topic episodes is Season 3, Episode 38 of Defining DadBot, titled Fasting 101. Fasting's gotten a lot of tension in the health and fitness industry, especially with regard to weight loss, and so I spend some time telling you about my experience, both in myself and in my clients, as well as talking a bit about the research with regard to fasting, so that if it's something you have questions about, we can clear up the confusion and give you a great place to start. Long story short, I'm a proponent of fasting. however. Not everybody means the same thing when they say the word fasting. So it's important to get that straight. Go check season three, episode thirty eight out to learn more. Testing, testing one, two. You ready? Yep. Okay. First things first. So Gabriel, last time you helped me with a podcast, you We were... talked
0: about kefir. Right? We? Yeah, we talked about what orange juice and kefir about what tastes good. Kefir by itself, kefir with a grape, or kefir with orange juice. And I like kefir orange juice. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was actually in a video. But, uh, I mean, no, video, no. podcast, they're very similar.
0: Yeah, video.
1: <sighs> yeah, that was very, very similar. But, so last time we got on a podcast, you and I talked about sugar and exercise and stuff. But I want to talk about some new stuff. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. So, the first thing I want to talk about... How you like being a big brother? Last time you and I talked on it's the very, podcast,
0: it's very, very hard to be a big brother to my brother Bennett, <laughs> and it's going well, but not too well.
1: <laughs> oh yeah what's <laughs> yeah. what's the good parts about it? What's your favorite thing about being a big brother?
0: That I get to blow on Bennett's belly like. <laughs>
1: Does he think that's pretty funny? He's like, <laughs> Is there anything else that's cool about being a big brother? Mm. No. No, that's it. You just like no. blowing on his belly.
0: And jumping high with him. One time I jumped him, and he went like super that
1: high. high. Yeah! Wow. Like that high. Did he land okay?
0: Yep. He was like he landed on his head like this. His back foot.
1: You and Bennett have a lot of fun together You're a pretty good big brother I'm very proud of how good of a big brother you are What are the bad parts of being a big brother?
0: It's really hard to, to not make Bennett cry when we turn off Mini Force <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, you guys don't get to watch a lot of TV But when when you do, he's not happy about turning it off, huh?
0: It, I want to watch one more.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Is there anything else that's hard about being a big brother? Mm-mm. That's it. So you love blowing on his we'll belly. Try- that's fun.
0: Well, trying to stop him, stop him hitting me. But that's mostly my fault.
1: Because well,
0: yesterday he bu- he busted my ch- mouth.
1: Yeah, he did. He did bust your lip.
0: Because of me, and and that it made a hole.
1: Yeah, it That's hit your tooth place. and you bled a little bit on your lip. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That bump on my teeth is where it hit me.
1: Hmm. Do you guys fight a lot? Mm-hmm. Like all the time or like sometimes?
0: Sometimes.
1: Ah. Is it fun sometimes?
0: Yeah, but sometimes he bites me.
1: Yeah. Are you mean <laughs> to him sometimes too?
0: Or an accident? Yeah.
1: One of my favorite things about being a big brother, because remember I I'm had... not
0: a brother, you're an adult.
1: But I'm still a big brother. I have three siblings. I have two sisters and a brother.
0: Oh. Two sisters and a brother.
1: Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things about being a big brother was that there was always somebody to play with. What? You never got bored, because something was always happening. So... That was cool. You know what my least favorite thing about being a big brother was?
0: What?
1: I got in trouble for everything.
0: Like, like what? Like,
1: like what everything. It, like I got in trouble if give me my three, if give my me, go ahead.
0: Give me three examples.
1: Of getting in trouble? Yes. All the time.
0: The the real stuff.
1: Well, okay, the real stuff. Sometimes I got in trouble for stupid stuff I did. You know, like, like if cool. like if I don't know. I broke mom's vase or something. That was my fault. But sometimes I would get in trouble for stuff my sisters did or my brother did, but because I was the oldest, I was in trouble too. Like, let's say they ate an ice cream sandwich and they weren't supposed to. Well, they'd get in trouble, and then mom would get mad at me for letting them have an ice cream sandwich. And I'd be like, I, what? They're the ones in trouble. So do you ever get in trouble for things Bennett does? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's the hardest part about being a big brother. (laughs) It's the worst, because every time he's in trouble, you are too.
0: (laughs) He's like, he pushes the vase down, like, this is not real. Like, one minute, on the table, that minute courage was a vase, and he broke it. And I let him, I'd be like, why am I in trouble? He's the one who broke the vase.
1: Uh Uh-huh, and then what would I say?
0: (laughs) You're the one who let (laughs) him That's right.
1: (laughs) That's the hardest part about being a big brother, because that means you get in trouble for stuff you do, and you get in trouble for stuff other people do, too, even though it might not be all your fault. It's pretty tough.
0: Yeah.
1: I get it. I get it. But you're a good big brother. You take it in stride, and I think that your brother's very lucky to have you. (laughs) Next, we're gonna highlight the top five series that we've published here at Defunding DadBot. In our previous list, we talked about single topic episodes that make an impact all at once in about 20 to 30 minutes. Well, as my wife would tell you, I'm much more long-winded than that. And topics of health and fitness are often way more complicated than what you can cover in 20 to 30 minutes. And so in the past 200 episodes, I've published several series on several different topics that if you're willing to invest the hours, two to six, depending on the series, then you'll walk away with a mountain of wisdom with regard to that topic. So here we go. The first of five is a series on supplements. The link to the series collections in the show notes below. But in the beginning of this season of Defining DadBot, I spent some time walking through very specific supplements and the research behind them in order to help our listeners navigate a lot of the conflicting information about what supplements they should be taking. Long story short, a lot of supplements that are marketed to you have little or no evidence of actually being effective. But that doesn't mean all supplements suck. So we walk through things like creatine, magnesium, and a few others and help you understand the research and whether or not it makes sense to try these things to help you with your goals. A lot of time, energy, and experience went into those episodes to help you not waste your money. Go check them out. The next series worth diving into is the series on macronutrients. The macronutrient series actually came out of the TrueFit series published in Season 2 of Defining DadBot. But these episodes were our best episodes in that series. I take time in those episodes to break down proteins, fats, carbohydrates, and also talk through what they do for your body. Fats are used for more than fuel. Carbs aren't something to be scared of. And proteins are probably more important than you know. Then we tie up that series with a walkthrough of the numbers. How much of which macronutrient should you be getting? I've had a lot of feedback that that episode really cleared up some nutrition questions for listeners. So if you have questions about macros, I encourage you to check that series out in the show notes below. The third series that I want to highlight here in our top five series list is the Beyond Calories series. Although not all of our listeners agree, the Beyond Calories series was my favorite series on defining Dadbod, namely because we explored a very difficult question, which is, do calories actually matter? What does the data say? And, from a thermodynamics and philosophical perspective, how would we shift our understanding of nutrition if they don't matter as much as we've been told so far? I spent time in the series unpacking the problems with calorie counting and I brought several experts onto the show in order to discuss how they use calorie counting in their practice and their counter arguments to whether or not calorie counting is actually helpful. And if not, what's the alternative? It was a great series. I had a lot of fun doing it. And personally, I learned the most walking through that series than anything else I've recorded on Defining dad bod. Just like the other two, the link's in the show notes below. And if you've wrestled with calorie counting in the past and not seen the results you were looking for, I think it'll give you hope for the future. The fourth of the five series worth highlighting here is the Hormone Series. Before I started defining DadBod, I was exposed to the work of people like Dr. Jim Lavelle and Dr. Mark Hyman, and for about four years, I was training my clients with the idea that it was important to get their hormone systems working for them rather than against them, and I developed a system to address insulin, cortisol, testosterone, and thyroid hormones in a systematic and repeatable way. Looking back on the project years later, I've since evolved my training system and I'm getting clients even better results with several tweaks to how I used to program. That said, the Hormone Series, as it stands in Season 1, has helped several people correct their blood work, start making positive and healthy changes, and to appreciate progressive training. The link to the Hormone Series is in the show notes below. And while if you started coaching with me now, we would take a slightly different approach, getting you from point A to point B in our coaching practice, there's still a lot of truth in that series. I encourage you to check it out if you're wrestling with hormonal issues. The last series I'll highlight at Defining DadBod is the Exercise in the Brain series. We just finished up that series here at the end of Season 3 after going through stress, ADHD, anxiety, depression, and even aging. And it was a powerful and empowering series that helps us to understand the new neuroscience around how our lifestyle change impacts the most important organ in our body, our brain. It's a pretty cerebral series. (laughs) Haha, see what I did there? That's the only dad joke I'll drop today. You're welcome. But it really is. Only check that one out. If you're feeling nerdy, you want to dive into the science, and you're ready to take some notes. As with each of these series, that link's in the show notes, too. Enjoy! (laughs) How about fasting? Do you know what fasting is?
0: Uh, no.
1: You've never heard of fasting? No. Okay. Uh, What's the first meal you eat in the morning?
0: Like Cheerios? (laughs) No, no, no. What's
1: What's it called? What's the first meal called?
0: Oh, Eggs?
1: It's called breakfast. Oh. (laughs) Breakfast, right? Yeah. Did you know that means break fast? No. No, it's not fast like the fastest cars that we just talked about. But fast means to go without food. So in the middle of the night, do you eat when you sleep?
0: Yes. I mean, no.
1: Do you eat when you sleep?
0: Mm.
1: Are you getting up in the middle of the night and eating midnight snacks and I don't know about it? No. Oh. (laughs) So do you eat when you sleep?
0: If I said yes, you'd be like, dude. (laughs) (laughs) What would be?
1: I feel like, what's wrong with you? Why are you eating in the middle of the night?
0: Why are you not telling me about it?
1: (laughs) Right, so you go all night and you don't eat, right? But then you get up in the morning and then we have breakfast. Yeah. That means that you break the fast. A fast is when you don't eat. So you didn't eat all night and then you eat breakfast. And that breaks your fast. Now you're full.
0: Yeah, So I'm always full, because <laughs> I eat.
1: How much do you eat?
0: Uh, I mean, like, that much.
1: How much is that? Like, how many pounds do you think you eat in a day?
0: Like,
1: one. You eat three. one pound of food a day? Yeah, well, maybe probably,
0: two or three.
1: <laughs> that's probably a pretty fair estimate. That's actually a pretty fair estimate. You yeah. Were, you weigh, like, 40 pounds. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: Is anyone listening to us? Not yet. Why?
1: Because this show's gonna go out on Sunday.
0: Oh.
1: Right now the computer's hearing everything we say, and then when we put it out, it'll go out on Sunday. Oh. So uh testosterone. Yeah. You don't know anything about that, right?
0: No.
1: <laughs> okay. Um sleep, we talked a little bit about sleep. Yeah. You
0: don't know what fasting is. No. Not yet, but we're,
1: we're working on it. <laughs> we're, we're working on it. The last type of show on Defining Dad bond that I'm going to highlight today are our interviews. In the past 200 episodes, I've had amazing conversations with a number of experts from many different fields. The five guests that I'm going to highlight today stood out above the rest. And whether you've listened to them or not, I highly recommend giving them a first, second, or even a third go. The first interview I'll highlight was Season 3, Episode 44, The Secret Life of Fat with Dr. Sylvia Tara. This powerful episode spanned the gambit with a Ph.D. in biochemistry and author who wrote The Secret Life of Fat. We spoke at length about the capacity of our fat tissue to create hormones and the role that it plays in our body far beyond energy storage. But this would be an eye-opening conversation for anybody. Because of her perspective, And my time working with clients in menopause and postmenopause, this conversation was probably the most female centered conversation that I've had on defining dad bod. On the other end of the spectrum was episode 121 with Dr. Judson Brandeis. Dr. Brandeis is a urologist specializing in men's health, and that episode was titled Bedroom Gains. I won't spend a lot of time here telling you about what we talked about, except to say the title says enough, and if you're ready for a men's health centered conversation, particularly around the anatomy and physiology of parts only men have, then episode 121 is a must listen. The third conversational highlight was my conversation with Dr. Lane Norton, titled Fat Loss Forever. In episode 104, I caught up with PhD in nutrition sciences and trainer of 15 years, Lane Norton. He also has a reputation for being somewhat of a social media troglodyte, and so I thought it would be fun to have a conversation with somebody who's about as far on the spectrum of pro-calorie as anybody can get. It was a pretty cordial conversation, and perhaps because of the SEO of his name and his book, it's actually the most downloaded and replayed interview of all the interviews we've ever done on Defining DadBod. The fourth interview worth highlighting was my second interview with Dr. Bruce Cooper. We first spoke in episode 105, What Your Trainer Hasn't Told You About Your Energy, and then we followed up on that conversation in episode 140, where we dove into the amazing world of the microbiome. Bruce Cooper and I go way back, having met at a company we used to work for a long time ago, and it was awesome to bring him onto the show and take very complex but very important things and make them simple for everybody. I promise if you listen to the episodes that we did, that biology you learned back in grade school will actually become relevant to your health and fitness journey. And last but not least, my favorite conversationalist to come on to Defining Dad Bod was David Amerlin. In season two of Defining Dad Bod, I brought David Amerlin on as a representative of Derby's, and we talked about the democratization of fitness and the mission of Darby.com. That conversation, however, led us to a discovery of our mutual love for engineering as a background. And so in Season 3, Episode 29 of Defining DadBot, David came on to talk about his book, The Sniper Mind, and we got to have an amazing conversation about entropy. It is very difficult for me to summarize the awesomeness of that conversation in just a short period of time here, so I'll simply say this. If you're looking to understand the larger of your health and fitness journey on you, your family, and your community, then go check that episode out. And it certainly doesn't hurt that he has an awesome accent, so everything he says sounds even smarter than it actually is. And so there you have it. The top five single-topic episodes of Defining DadBot, the top five series, and the top five interviews of the past 200 episodes of Defining DadBot. Looking back on it, it's crazy to remember some of the podcasts that I recorded with a baby crying in the background, scheduling difficulties we had because I was pretty dang sleep-deprived, and calendars aren't my thing, in publishing these podcasts in the wee hours of the night while taking a feeding shift so that Kristen could get some sleep. This truly has been a passion project and a labor of love, and I'm so thankful for you joining me on it. All right, so I got a couple more questions and then we'll wrap it up, okay?
0: Okay, all right. Let's wrap it up.
1: Well, not yet. It's not, we're not time to wrap it up. I'm a,
0: I'll wrap my face up. I can't see. I'm blind. Ow.
1: So, Father's Day's coming up. I wanted to ask you two questions about Father's Day, and then we can be done, okay? Okay. Okay. What do I do really well as a dad?
0: Uh, Like, today when you were supposed to go farther, but we only went to the creek and back to earn an ice cream sandwich, but we should've gone farther to earn one.
1: Oh, so. We went out and played and had a good time together, and we even got a treat even though we didn't ride the whole block yet. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So am I a good dad because I played with you, or am I a good dad because I feed you ice cream sandwiches?
0: You're a good dad because you feed us ice cream (laughs) sandwiches.
1: Fair enough. Um, What do you wish I would do more or less of?
0: I wish you would do less of tickling us because sometimes I have to go pee, but you tickle me. I'm like, hold it, hold it!
1: Have I ever made you pee your pants? No. Oh, okay, but well, fair you enough. You
0: always do let me. You always do make me. I'm like.
1: <gasps> uh, well, fair enough. If Next time if I'm tickling you you're like, dude, I gotta pee, just let me know. <laughs> what are you doing? Tickling <laughs> you! <laughs> Good thing I don't have to pee. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Do you have anything you want to say about Father's Day?
0: I love my dad. He's a good dad.
1: I love you too, man. You're the best son a guy could ask for. I love you. Love you. So now the future. What to expect from Defining DadBot. So here's my big announcement. As of this episode, I'll be taking a break from Defining DadBot. Don't worry, the episodes that currently exist aren't going anywhere, and you can check them out anytime. But I won't be adding any new episodes to Defining DadBod until the time is right. For now, I'll be shifting my podcasting efforts to my new show, Better Daily. Better Daily will be an amazing show where every single day I'll be going live in our app for 5 to 10 minutes to offer inspiration for the 1% better every single day journey. And within that daily practice, we'll also be interviewing various experts and folks from our Betterment community who have achieved better in their lives, so that we can take this philosophy of playing the best game with the hand you've been dealt and carrying your burden well beyond fatherhood. Because 1% Better Daily is not a philosophy for just dads. It really is an open question. Who knows what the world could be if every person committed to becoming 1% better every single day? This new podcast will launch in just a few short weeks, and if you're already connected to our social media, I promise you'll hear about it. But if you want to get communication more directly, shoot me a message, and I'll get you on the list. Coach Al at definingdadbod.com. And if you don't want to wait for the podcast and you want to join us live, I invite you to join us now. Go to definingdadbod.com slash betterdaily and use code D-A-D-B-O-D, all caps, to save 25% on your subscription forever. That's definingdadbod.com slash betterdaily. I'm super excited for this new venture, and I'm excited for it to be a place that not just dads can become better, but our families and communities can join us in the practice of betterment. Thank you so much for your support of Defining DadBot. It's been an awesome ride, and since words are pretty inadequate, I'll just say this, this has been Coach Alex with Defining DadBot. Until next time guys, kick butt, take names. The free, practical advice and conversations here remain unbought and unbiased. Thanks to the support of Better Daily. If this episode has been helpful to you, share it with someone in your life you know it will benefit. Then, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a raving review to tell others what value Defining Dad Bond has brought to your health and fitness journey. Finally, if you're struggling for betterment, don't do it alone. We all have a cross to carry, and it's lighter when we do it together. Go to definingdadbond.com slash betterdaily to get supported, challenged, and inspired to take yourself to the next level. Who knows who we could be if we could become 1% better every single day? Go to definingdadbod.com slash betterdaily today. That's definingdadbod.com slash betterdaily.